This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. Uh, uh, obviously, the the I feel like, Jack, that people can, can understand the basement, yo, because, you know, when we're not in the same room together and I'm home and... I gotta just go a little bit less with it because you know I got a baby sleeping upstairs. Yeah, a, to- I a toddler, like... I should say. She's a toddler now, Jack. I gotta get that right. Oh, that's you know they grow up so quick, James. It's um, it's wild, my friend. Wild. Soon she's gonna be, you know, going to high school and then going to college. And yeah, we are we are not there yet, my friend. You'll be in your seventies. Oh my god. She's just gonna be reaching middle school at that point. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Why am I staying up at night recording in my basement for mom to talk to you if I'm just going to get ridiculed? For, for Well, it, you know. it, it, I, honestly, though, I feel like every time the, the High Hopes listeners like hear that you know we're not in the same studio, they automatically get sad. And you know what? I also get sad. You Me, know? Too. Me Re- too. Recording in the studio is just way more fun. Yeah, we like it way more, but we still, you know, I think it still works. But yeah, I mean, anytime you can talk some fills, it's always worth it. Yeah. And, I mean, and, you know, I wouldn't tell people like not to listen or anything like that. You know, don't tune out now. That would be a mistake, I think. No, nah, listen, if, if there's definitely reasons to tune into this podcast, not totally sure what they are. <laughs> but as we go along here, me and James are going to figure it out. OK, yeah. that, that's enough of a reason to tune in. Yeah. Kind of like there's not really a lot of philly stuff to talk about but we're gonna figure out a way to talk about it so uh why don't we start with like the one kind of big thing that isn't really directly phillies right now related but tangentially related with the it seems like nolan arenado is going to get traded jack like one way or another it looks like yeah i mean rosenthal came out today and said that uh this one is starting to look inevitable if not by opening day then by the trade deadline and it is just so crazy that they signed him to that mega contract extension last year. He talks about how he wants to spend his whole career there. And then and then a year after signing Nolan Aaron out of that contract, the Rockies ownership was like, you know what? We're not that good enough. We're not good enough, and we're going to have to just rebuild. This feels like a rebuild. And if you're Nolan Arenado and you care as much about winning as you do, apparently, and did I go back and watch his press conference from last year this week? <laughs> you are that is like peak level. Like the highlights are one thing. That's something I can kinda, you know, understand. You went back and watched his press conference. What is wrong with you? I just wanted to see if I if I believed it, you know? I feel like I <laughs> oh my God. I'm like I'm like here's how I am with baseball players. I'm like I'm like that old guy that goes to the horse track. Jackie eye tests, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I look the horse. I look the horse in his eyes, and I can just tell if he <laughs> means it. And Aaron Otto, man, I walked away from that press conference a year ago this week, and <laughs> I, I felt like he was serious about, um, about wanting to win, and and now they are basically prepared. It seems like to move on from. This generation Schmidt, like I was, I was looking at the stats, and if you combine the Gold Glove excellence, you combine uh, his offensive prowess. Like Nolan Arenado is legit 
this generation's Mike Schmidt, and they're just like, nah, whatever. You yeah. can, we'll, we'll, we'll trade you, and we'll do whatever. And it's like, his contract's not even insane. Like, his contract is very fair for how good of a player Nolan Arenado is. Um, so, uh, did I get very nervous today um, with the Matthew Liberator trade um, to the St. Louis Cardinals? Um, just from things I've seen, it seems like the Cardinals are going to be involved in Nolan Arenado. And now if you have Matthew Liberator and you have uh, Nolan Gorman, like, they have the pieces to make a Nolan Arenado trade. Now, um, the Cardinals are a team that, that generally is, you know, they don't spend crazy amount of money. Like, they usually buy low and bank on their development staff to get the most out of players. Um, like, Goldschmidt, they just signed last year to a $100-plus million deal. Are they ready to take on a contract like Nolan Arenado's Nolan Arenado, I'm not sure. But James, I was like so jealous of the Matthew Liberator trade. Like they gave up Jose Martinez. Yeah, a, 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 who, who to be fair will rake as a DH. Oh, yeah, I mean he's, he's gonna be he's gonna be amazing. Love like, him as an AL player, but yeah, it's an asset that they basically had to trade for him to have the real value that he could have. So yeah, I mean. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I mean, Liberator is a legit, legit prospect. Dude, I wanted, I would, I was ready to take him if they didn't take Bohm or Madrigal at at number three last year or two years ago. Like I love Matthew Liberator. I don't love him as much as I love Mackenzie Gore, but he's like the the next tier below Mackenzie Gore for me. And I mean, he's right. He's like right in the Spencer Howard kind of range. Um, but just the fact that like Jose Martinez, like he was almost worthless to the Cardinals because of how bad he was in the field. And to be able to flip that for Matthew Liberator, it like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was so jealous. Yeah. I, 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 I could so see you being, that's the exact kind of thing you would be jealous about. That's what I've been begging for. I've been begging to flip and try to buy, buy prospects during the whole, you know, rebuild, but whatever. It's okay. So yeah, the Nolan Arenado thing, it, it seems like it's heating up. Um, I I think they would get more for him now. Like, I would if I was them, I would trade him this off season because I don't I don't like having to trade major assets at the deadline. I I just feel like there's more there's more prepping in the off season. You can you can kind of dig into it more rather than the trade deadline where it feels like they kind of come together a little bit faster. And if you're trading Nolan Arenado, I would try to make sure you have kind of gone through all the lengths of of exploring all the options with him. So um, also, also the trade deadline, just, you don't know who's going to be in it. Who's going to be out of, it's going to be a buyer's market, seller's market. Like that's a risk you're taking. Like maybe it all pans out, but there are a lot of factors that go into that. And obviously the team getting him for 162 games instead of like 70, whatever it is, you know? Right. And you know, like, like, I mean, for example, it's perfect because the Phillies, like they could, there's a there's a chance, obviously, that they're not in it at the trade deadline, which would be hugely disappointing. But they would give way more, obviously, now this off season than uh, they would at the trade deadline if they happen to be out of it. So, man, I I've already started daydreaming about <laughs> about Nolan Arenado and Chris Bryant, or like Nolan Arenado or Chris Bryant, like or I, I right. Pretty, let's not go overboard here. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, not, I, I'm, I would love both, but let's be real here. Right, and I, I just, I've just gotten to a point where, I, I think that one of them is going to be affiliated. Jackie Optimus is here. You knew it was coming. Like you I knew it was so. coming. I, I, I hopes, high hopes. I, 
I woke up yesterday morning and I was like, oh, listen, one of those guys is going to be a Philly. There's just there's there's only so many teams that need a third baseman. Like, this is what I keep going back to, and this is what I kept coming back to with Bryce. And it's that there's only so many teams that need a third baseman. There's only so many teams that have the impact prospect or prospects if they do trade both Spencer Howard and, and Alec Bohm, which I don't think they will. I think they would trade I think they would trade Bohm. But they have the impact prospect, the money, and the motivation to be able to to get one of these deals done. And I just there's not many teams out there that can do that. Like the Phillies can, they're one of like four teams, and and that's what I keep coming back to, and until they give me a reason to really not think that they're going to be in on one of these guys, I just think they're going to be really really in. I think they want. I don't. I know we've said this before, but I don't think they signed Bryce Harper not to pair him with another guy, and I don't think they gave him the contract they gave him, which was thirteen years to to to. They gave him that well, the more years to lessen the AAV to not add another star to this team. And man, if you get Nolan Arenado, you are pairing you are pairing perfect fits together. JT Realmuto, Bryce Harper, and Nolan Arenado is like the dream core. I agree Chris with Bryan, that. Chris Bryant is obviously amazing and and whatnot. But Arenado brings that extra intensity that I don't think Chris Bryant has. He brings the extra pop, and the defense is just so legit. Like, for as great as as an offensive threat as I think Chris Bryant is, like, his defense was horrible last year. And I think, obviously, he can play third base, but if you're telling me it's Nolan Arenado and Chris, or Chris Bryant, I'm going to go get Nolan Arenado and do what it takes to secure the best third baseman in baseball. Like, I am I'm genuinely excited. I, I, I can I, tell. I, I've tried, to, I, I've tried you, to keep it in. I, I, I'm surprised you, you kept it in this long. I'm surprised that you haven't predicted this to happen sooner. Uh, look, I, I think there's no question you want Arenado over Brian, even if it costs a little bit more or whatever. Um, I don't like that's a, a, a no brainer in my mind. I, I, Arenado is like you said, and, and it, it, he's a better player, a much better defender. And, like I think the intensity thing matters and the the competitiveness matters. He did re-sign with Colorado because he said he wanted to win and they had to do something to win. So I I'm with you on that whole front. I just I just find it so hard to believe that they're going to trade for Nolan Arenado. Like I, I'm in. I, I want it to happen. It's just I haven't heard their name around it as much, and you never know. Maybe they're lurking and all that. It just feels like the Bryant thing, if one of these things is going to happen, makes so much more sense. And, I mean, look, the luxury tax thing, like, I agree with you. I think that that if they went over, it would be for a, a star like that. But we still have to see them go over the luxury tax for, you know, us to believe they're going to go over it. But I, I'm much more skeptical that it's going to happen than you. And I understand the reasoning. I think your logic is is sound that they are one of the few teams who have the need and also potentially a, a package that if teams are not, you know, vastly overrating what they can get, or, you know, maybe there are teams that would be willing to give up more, but um, a, a package that could theoretically, you know, get the job done. I just, man, again, I, I need to see it happen, Jack. Like I can't, I can't expect them to go out and make this big, bold move until they go out and make this big, bold move because right now there's just so many 
holes on this team this offseason has felt like so without a plan. It was almost like, hey, all right, we're going to sign a, a pitcher. We're going to put a lot of money into a starter, one starter, and then we're going to bring in a really nice player who Joe Girardi said is awesome. Like, let's go with Joe's guy. And then it's like, we're done. Like, that's it. And I and we'll get to There's obviously, like, a lot of bargain basement type of guys out there and stuff like that. But, I mean, it just... And and that's why you maybe counterwise you could argue well that's why you feel like a, another move had to be a part of this, but it just doesn't feel like they're together enough to make something like this happen. Man, why are you so down? <laughs> why shouldn't I, I be? Oh come on, man! Like I don't know. No, look, like, I, I want it to happen. I'm, I would. Uh, I will lose. Where's my the mind. hope? Where's the hope? Where's the belief? Where Where's that coming from? Where I, you know, you're, you're because too, they haven't really you're been too linked. pessimistic. They haven't really been linked to it, and and we've heard a lot of rumors about you know trades of big stars this off season, and nothing has really, you know, happened on any of the fronts. So you know, I don't know. I, I just need yeah. to. I need to. I need to see them in it here, and and again. I they don't have a as of right now an owner or general manager I trust particularly much. So why should I be here saying like they're gonna go out and make this big bold outstanding move? Well, you don't have to say it, but I'll I'll I'll, I'll do the heavy lifting for do you. The heavy I'll, lifting. I need it. I need just, you, Jack. You're helping me. You're helping me here. Just like last year when me I me and get the Bryce other Harper. yeah yeah right me by myself yeah I think people should go back and listen to the uh, Bryce Harper's not coming pod and which one of us was a little more sure he was coming than the other listen, one I'm I'm an emotion on my sleeve guy <laughs> no, and it, it was going no through way. it was going through a dark period at that point uh, well all right so we'll we'll move on here but I I think that. I hope I hope you're right. I'm gonna roll with you. They're gonna do it. Well, well, I don't want to give you one second before we move on. So yes, I believe I texted you two days ago and I said, you know what, the dumbest thing the Phillies are doing right now, um, and it was a collection of many dumb things that the Phillies are doing right now. But what I said to you at the, at the time was, I thought it was dumb that I think they're going to be involved in in one of these two trades uh, for either Chris Bryant or for Nolan Arenado, but not. Like not adding to the guys around them and 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 fixing the edges of this roster is is a dumb thing to do. Like to just oh, hopefully we'll trade for one of those guys and it'll kind of save our offseason. I thought that was dumb to do. But oh yeah, I thought, like I said, you know, sign two guys and then say oh, you know, we're good with the rest of the pitching and and you know we'll be fine. Right, but I had this thought today. Was that it? So right now, if they traded for Nolan Arenado, it would put them, like, it would put them pretty close to two hundred thirty-nine million, um, which would be the next luxury tax threshold. And for as much as I am all about them going over the 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 neck, uh, going over this this luxury tax. I see what you're doing here. So I'm thinking that maybe they don't want to do. They don't want to go over the second luxury tax. What was that? That's Zoe crying. She's Zoe's, Zoe's crying? She does not like this. Okay, Can you go tell asleep. her? Oh, nope, she's back in. She'll be fine. She she does <laughs> this every once in a while. She'll go back to bed. Can you tell her that the, the Phillies are going to get either Nolan Arenado or Chris Bryant? Yeah, I'm sure that will put her right back down, Jack. It would put me to sleep, honestly. I would <laughs> I sleep. I, you dream I was, about it. 
Actually, a, if she's they, asleep again. She's sleeping. Try, she's sleeping like Jean Belcher for anyone who watches Bob's Burgers. Who watches Bob's Burgers? Bob's great. Great show. Great show. If if they trade for Nolan Arenado or Chris Bryant, I don't think I'd be able to sleep um, until spring training. So <laughs> he would be you would be camped out waiting for them to get here. So he did not She's, like that you made fun of Bob's Burgers. She did not okay, like that. I, I'll stop picking on Bob's Keep Burgers. Keep that to so. yourself, buddy, all right? Keep your, your uh, bad Bob's takes to yourself. I just didn't think anyone watched Bob's Burgers, but I guess there's one. Um, <laughs> but, like, I do wonder if they're concerned about the second luxury tax because that one's where you start losing draft picks or you keep or you, you start dropping down in draft pick stuff and losing international slot money. So I understand not going over that one, especially because this team's not you know finished competing at this or finished building at this point. So I don't know. I I just I know I'm pretty optimistic. Uh, I would say, but there's just a lot of connecting the dots here. Uh, it's how I felt with Bryce. Obviously, I think there's a way better chance to get Chris Bryant. But I also, I also didn't think Nolan Arenado was actually getting traded. I'm not Me sure. Me too. Phillies, That's fair. The, I I can agree with that. So I think I think the Phillies and most of Major League Baseball walked walked into this offseason thinking, okay, Nolan, uh, Chris Bryant's going to be available, and the Nolan Arenado stuff. Uh, I I think it's kind of surprised a lot of teams. So hopefully that's the Phillies and and as we've said many times, like they for the most part, move in silence. And we don't really know how involved they are in stuff. Like last year, Real Muto, Real Muto was just like, oh, the Phillies are really close to acquiring JT Real Muto. That was from Tim Brown. And I could see kind of a similar kind of thing. I I just have received no indication that the Phillies are not going to be involved in either one of these guys. I think Bryant, you know, I think there's some behind-the-scenes stuff going on with him and Bryce. And uh, I just – I have a good feeling that they're going to come out of this offseason with one of the two – if I had to put money on it, I still think Chris Bryant's the guy. And listen, if they get Chris Bryant to pair with Bryce Harper, we're still going to be ecstatic. It's just the the possibility of being able to watch Nolan Arenado for 162 is it's something I, I can't shake. Yeah. Look, you're getting me excited. You're making me feel better about it. So you're, if nothing else, you're uh, infusing some positivity here. You're starting to make me believe, Jack. Um, all right, moving on real quick. Uh, the Morosi tweet today, kind of a weird tweet talking about Adam Hazley as the center fielder and they want to pair him with a right-handed bat. How did you interpret this? I know you tweeted out a couple names, Kevin PR, uh, Cameron Maven, a couple of them. What, what, what do you think about this tweet and, and if it, how you interpret this tweet? Well, nothing says pennant race quite like Kevin PR. <laughs> I mean, geez. <laughs> How about Davis. how about Juan Lagares? He's out there. Oh, uh, see, here's the thing. That is spelt two thirteen last year, but man, can he field? Dude, I'm pretty sure I can get Juan Lagares out right now, but man, <laughs> that guy can field. Oh, I would, I'm, I, I, I would, you know, center fielder who can field. That's nice. It's fun. It is nice. Um, it's weird. So it didn't really make any sense, and it didn't really make any sense for me from this standpoint. <laughs> If they keep Bohm and they keep Kingery and they don't make any trades, theoretically, Alec Bohm could be here in May or even break camp with the team. Like He seems like he's pretty motivated to, to break camp with the, with the team. He's already down at Clearwater. He's been there for like a month already. Guy's just an absolute animal. <laughs> and so, so you have him at, at, at third base either on opening day or in May if you don't move him. And then if that happens, Kingery's going to be your center fielder. So then that kind of 
takes away the whole hey let's have a right-handed platoon bat to play um center field platoon platoon Platoon? yeah i know yeah i don't know why like i i know i know to say platoon but sometimes i say platoon and it sounds weird that's why i had to stop you (laughs) platoon you ever see platoon with charlie sheen exactly i've actually never seen it so no but i'm not surprised you haven't you're like 15 years old, so. I'm more of a Hitch guy. <laughs> I like Hitch. I'm a fan of Hitch. Hitch is good. Um, but no, like the Kingery thing. So Kingery would be your center fielder to, to pair with Hazley, and then Bohm becomes your third baseman. So if it's not adding a Kevin Pillar or a Cameron Mabin, maybe they're, maybe they're planning for some kind of trade. And but then that kind of didn't make any sense to me at that point because then you're trading most likely for a third baseman, and then Kingery moves to center field. So none of it really made sense unless they're thinking about trading Kingery and Bohm, and then and they would need that, but I don't think that's a realistic opportunity. The whole report really didn't make sense to me because it seems like there's an easy fix no matter really what they do, unless they trade Kingery. You know what would be a nice report to get? Hey, the Phillies are interested in this pitcher that they're actually going to sign and add to their staff. I don't even care if he's a starter or a reliever. Can we just get somebody in here, Jack? No. Why are we Why are we talking about right-handed hitting center fielders like Cameron freaking Maven? Like, <laughs> I, I like Cameron Maven as like a you know twenty fourth guy or whatever. But I mean, man, what are we doing? What are it we does doing, seem like Jack? A, it seems like a poor allocation of the last $6 what million. We, what are we doing here, man? Like, <laughs> I'm looking at, all right, let me throw some of the, the free agent starting pitchers at you here and see if mm. if you get excited about these guys. Clay Buckholtz, doing no. it for you. <laughs> Andrew Kashner, no? No, hate him. Julius Chassin, a fan? No, no. I mean, Ross Detweiler, Marco Estrada, it's- I've owned that guy in fantasy a few times. Yeah, I owned him in 2014. Yeah. I mean, Matt Harvey. I mean, no. We can we can be the uh, the 16th team Edwin Jackson has played for. That would actually would that add to his major league record? <laughs> I think so. I no, mean, the so, only the, the literally the only two. I don't think he's ever pitch- been here, right? So no, the only the only two free agent major league or free free agent starters I'm interested in in is alex wood or taewon walker that's yeah. the only two i'm interested in you can run through this whole list i'm not gonna be interested in anyone unless it's taewon walker or or alex wood that's just spencer that's howard can't be up soon enough like he can't like bring him up right now let him start the season before the season even starts like let him just be up here pitching on the mounted citizens bank park every fifth day just to see what it feels like with no one in the stands like he's got to be here like this is it is what it is. I know the service time and all that, but it's just like, man. All right, there are some and like the relievers. It's not as bad. It's not great, but there's still some like some guys out there. No one's super exciting. I mean, it, Austin Bryce got designated by the Marlins. Hey, if you want to talk about excitement, you and AJ Ramos guy. How about that? Anthony no, Swarzak. No. No, none of these guys do it for you. Fernando Br- Rodney? Brandon, Brandon Kinsler. Yeah, he's fine. Jeremy Jeffress. Yeah, I, I actually an interesting bounce back. Yeah, Tyler Clippert, he's a little old now. Dude, Tony, Tony Singrani. No. 
Nah. The point is, like, I think they're like you could maybe piece some relievers together more so than that so, starting. So I was actually, I was it's actually, all, it's all at, awful. It's all awful, Jack. It's all awful, but, but I was, I was looking at, I was looking at uh, some starters today, and I came across the name Danny Salazar, who I loved, like, loved, loved Danny Salazar, loved him. <laughs> so, so did I. Um, uh. And I mean, then he I was looked nasty. Up, I mean, he just the. I mean, literally has never stayed healthy ever. I uh, I was looking up his baseball savant whatnot, and his four seam fastball and the only start he made this year, which he only lasted four innings before getting hurt again. He was <laughs> the story of Danny Salazar's career. <laughs> he was topping out at eighty-seven miles an hour. So, oh man, I would say not great in the Danny Salazar market. However. Yes, I would take a shot on Danny Salazar, but <laughs> <laughs> he could find it. Oh, buddy. Everything's fine with this pitching staff. <laughs> I just I just can't believe I can't believe we're really going to do like we're just going to oh. completely we're going to completely trust Zach Eflin as our number three. Oh, yeah. That's- I mean, Eflin's like uh, uh, he's like really trust him. Then we got guys who, like, we don't trust even more than Zach Eflin. How sad is that? Zach Eflin's, like, way more in the circle of trust than other guys who will be in the rotation, Jack. The guy, Zach Eflin, who was put in the bullpen in the middle of the summer because he was so bad, is now coming back as a sinker baller while sinker ballers are being phased out of baseball as a number three when he doesn't even have good stuff. Like, what... What are we doing? And again, I guess they have not signed a single reliever this offseason. Yeah. Just well, that, that thing in. They signed Robert. Well, they claimed Robert Stock off waivers. Jack. He was have, up to 98 miles an hour. They have not day. signed a free agent reliever this offseason. Is that better? They had the fourth lowest second half bullpen array <laughs> in baseball last year. You you uh, keep on you keep on just you know forgetting that. Also, speaking of that, and I love Sir Anthony Dominguez, but do we remember what Sir Anthony Dominguez was like? Like, do we early? also remember this guy is rehabbing a UCL and like he? Do we? Why do I have zero faith that Sir Anthony Dominguez is going to give me anything? Zero. I have nothing. Like I don't expect a single thing from him. Nothing. Well, he'll give you. A, he'll give you a month. But and like, then he's gonna get Tommy John surgery, and then we'll see him in two years from there. And it's like this is great. Oh, uh, we'll we'll always have 2018. He wasn't good at the beginning of 2019. Like he wasn't good. Him and him and that's Robert because he both. had UCL issues that we we found out about well, later. We're developing UCL. No, but it could have been. You know, I don't think that that doesn't play a role. No, it definitely could have. It definitely could have. So, like, uh, for that, here's the two insane scenarios that, for as much as I'm, I think they're gonna finish with a second wild card and make the playoffs. Like, they are really, really banking on, like, really banking on Zach Eflin being a competent number three, I guess, and Sarantin Dominguez getting back to 2018 Sarantin Dominguez pitching with a UCL problem. <laughs> Man, like World, World Series, baby. That's literally the, that's that that is for the 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 it's 20, a bad plan, 20, Jack. That is 20, a bad plan. The twenty twenty Phillies are going to sink or swim on on Eflin being competent 
and also one of Velasquez or Pavetta being okay. Ugh. And Sir Anthony, Sir Anthony being 2018 Sir Anthony. I think we can pretty much bank on Reese Hoskins being better than second half Reese Hoskins. He'll be he'll be fine. Um, McCutcheon, once he comes back, he'll be fine as well. Hazley should only theoretically get better. I think Bryce is going to be better, JT. Um, Segura, I think, at second base is going to be better. Like the, the offense is going to be fine. It's going to... I don't think we're going to see the 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 inconsistencies that we saw last season. I think Joe Dillon was a massive upgrade, but it's just it you, you, you keep coming back to Eflin needs to be good and Sir Anthony needs to be twenty eighteen Sir Anthony, and those are two things that I am definitely not sure of, and I know it's not January. sure of that's yeah I, I know I know it's January, but that's definitely where. Is gonna it's, it's the whole entire season hinges on that. Oh great! So we're f- screwed. Screwed. No, we'll be all right. Joe Girardi cures all. That he does. That he does. People do forget that. <laughs> all right. What else you got? That's all I got. That's all you had. That's all I had, Jack. Like I there said, were- there's not a lot of Philly stuff to talk about. Let me go through the notes. Like I've actually, I've had a tweet about the Eagles. I don't even like tweeting about the Eagles. So why'd you do it? Because I had nothing else to tweet about. What am I supposed to do? Not tweet? Well, that's my point. Like you know, sometimes there's just not a lot to talk about. I know, yeah. but yeah, I guess there's really. Oh, I mean, Daniel Hudson signing with the Nationals is annoying. Of course, just like all these guys signing with all these teams that are not the Phillies, especially this division, just. Like both the Braves and Nationals have completely stocked up their bullpens, and the Mets at least added Batantis, and the Phillies have literally done nothing. Like, yeah, but I mean, who, who, like Neris, Alvarez, name another guy you can maybe count on next season. Because and Sir Anthony is absolutely not an acceptable answer. I trust Adam Morgan, but that's me. Yeah, I mean, I like Adam Morgan at times too, but he hasn't done it in a full season. He's never consistent. I'm, I like. Man, come on! That's not a that's not a winning bullpen. That is just not a winning bullpen. It's not. Uh, I will say this: that you better not ask me about Robert Stock and trustworthy in in March because I'm pretty sure I'm on the verge of talking myself. I'm surprised you didn't just say him there. That oh, you gotta trust Robert Stock in in on Robert Stock. Man, the bullpen sure is depressing, isn't it? It is. It's a real bummer. Yeah. It's yeah, a real but. If they, yeah, well, if they go get Arenado or Bryant, then, you know, who cares? Who, we'll needs, just, a, we'll who, need, who needs a bullpen? Who needs pitching? Yeah, we'll be fine. Well, I will say that there, I think there are I think there are legit uh, guys that are going to be up here pretty quickly uh, from the minor league, uh, from, like, from the minor league system that are bullpen guys. Um, like, I think, I think uh, big league camp invites are coming out tomorrow. So that'll be interesting to see who gets the big league invites uh just kind of start working on the pen like if garrett clevenger i would love to see what he ha he what he brings in, in in camp um but i don't know i i think they are banking on a lot of talent in in their minor league system i know there's not great talent in minor league system but i think they have pretty good bullpen pieces that can come up and help them so if they're banking on that i get it i just hope that because obviously i haven't seen all of them like clevenger i've just kind of start digging into his his caper nine, which is disgusting. But um, they're banking on guys coming up and, and helping them that way. So if they want to go that route and 
if they want to stay cheap in the bullpen and invest elsewhere, I guess that's not the worst thing in the world. I just hope that the guys they bring up have stuff that can get major league hitters out. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they will. Why wouldn't they? I mean, if they're Matt Clintag draft picks, I'm sure they're going to be awesome. Listen, right? Matt Clintag. Matt Clintag drafted three guys in this draft that had some stuff that should rise quickly. So I don't know. I'm gonna be talking myself back into Matty Clintag. <laughs> no stop. All right, what else you got? What's in the note bag? Uh, Oscar Colas. Um, I am very excited to talk about Oscar Colas. I can't tell it's 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 C O L A S, and it's like Colas, like like uh like Coca Cola. So I guess it's Colas. Yeah, it's Colas. Oscar Colas. Um, <laughs> so it's so he is twenty one, and he is originally from Cuba, but he played over in Japan, and. He's already been labeled as the Cuban Otani. And I, like, for a team that is doesn't have much young talent coming through the system, there's obviously some guys, but impact talent, Oscar Colas just kind of would help them immensely. Now, the, the problem with him is that he's a first baseman slash outfielder, which they definitely don't need a first baseman. And outfielder they do need, um, but it's like they need an outfielder in two years, and I think he's. And but I think with these type of guys, just you, you, if you have an opportunity to get someone who's super talented like that, I think you just you kind of disregard the rest. Yeah, I guess I don't really want them to worry about McCutcheon. McCutcheon's gonna be here for another year after this, and you have to build the rest of your core. And I think if you can add him, um, he can be in left field. Um, and honestly, I was watching a little bit of his tape. I was watching a little bit of his swing. And boy, does he remind me of Jordan Alvarez. Like, oh, buddy. I don't think he has the, the pop of Jordan Alvarez, but I think he's got that kind of a bat. I think, I think wow. his bat is, is really, really, really legit. He's a strong, like a, a, a strong 21. Um, so I would love to see them get involved. And he's like, he's already 95 from the left side of the mound. Uh, he, his, his stuff's not like great. He can like throw a spinning breaking ball and get it over and whatnot, but 95 from the left side, something you can work with. So I don't know if you can like expect a lot off the mound, but I think the bat, the bat definitely plays. And I would just, I just want to see them invest in the international market. Get like, one of these guys, like for once, like, what are we doing? Like, yeah, like spend the money. Yeah. Um, just go get one of these guys. Like, I mean, how many of these guys have the Yankees gotten and this and that? Like, it's like, just go get one of these guys. Well, right. And like Jason Dominguez is already their number two prospect. I know. Like, well, he, yeah. Would well, they call him the Latin Ruth or something like that? They've always no, got a name. They've always got a name for everybody. He's Mike. He's like Mike. He's like Mike Trout. He's the next Mike Trout. Uh, sure. Um, but yeah, like so, I, I guess in March they're gonna sign Huasuar Garcia, the guy that they're supposed to sign last July, the July second um, international slot. They're gonna use their bonus pull money on him, but I guess he had to get suspended for the year to sign in March. So they should theoretically have more money in July. So hopefully they can they can do something here. He he seems like he's gonna be a really really impact bat. He's already been playing professionally since he's eighteen. He batted over three hundred last year in Japan. So. Um, I would I would love to see them make a move and and just kind of really invest in the in in that market. It would be it'd be a welcome surprise. I'm not gonna get my hopes up. I already told myself I'm not gonna get my hopes up because. So you'll just, think it's gonna happen in uh, a couple days. You'll be totally there. All I need is one. All I need is one rumor, and I will be back in. 
Um, but at the moment, no, I am not talking myself into it. But I would, I would like to be pleasantly surprised. I'll put it, I'll put it that way. I like that. All right, what else you got? Um, I had two dreams this week, James. <laughs> As many uh, listeners of this podcast know, I probably dream about the Phillies multiple times a week, and yeah, you are something else, buddy. And my first dream. That, that occurred this week was I was at an Eagles tailgate with Mike Trout, totally normal, and I was wearing my Bryce Harper um, baby blue jersey, <laughs> and he was like, oh, Bryce Harper baby blue jersey, I'm going to his birthday party tonight, I think you should come with, <laughs> and so I wore my Bryce Harper baby blue Harper jersey to Bryce Harper's birthday party that I attended with Mike Trout and found Chris Bryant there and linked those two up and got them to come play in Philadelphia. So you when are they signed, so weird. When they when they trade for Chris Bryant, you can thank me. Uh-huh. I love it. Love it. What's your second dream? And my second dream was now I thought this was going to be a great dream, one that was going to. You know, I was going to be excited to start the day after this dream, but it was like a, a crisp 80-degree day at the bank in the middle of summer, and Pavetta's on the mound, <laughs> and he starts off the game with like 298-mile-an-hour fastball. It's just right past the guy, and then just breaks off a wicked hammer curveball, and it was like, okay, here we go, bang, Pavetta. <laughs> I was already like favoring tweets and getting ready to fire them <laughs> off at people. And then, and then of course, in classic Pavetta fashion, he just allowed three runs out of nowhere. Like just like that. <laughs> well, at least this dream was a lot more realistic than the last one. That's the thing. Like dreams are supposed to be not realistic. This was scary. Realistic. I feel like I'd seen this dream before. It's your worst it's like nightmare. Your worst <laughs> true like, nightmare. It's not like Pavetta has ever done that before. <laughs> Oh my God! You're so weird. I love yeah. it. Whatever. That's me. And right, my final, good. my final, um, I don't know, thought here and my stream of consciousness is that so Jill and I are starting to look at homes. Yeah, and, buddy. And well, homes slash new places to live. And I think the the key part to my home um, buying slash renting experience is. And I don't know if I'm the only one, but I really factor in how and where I'm going to watch the Phillies. And if I can <laughs> s- if I can see myself watching the Phillies in this house. <laughs> you, are, you are hilarious. So, like, last week we went to see this house and it had, like, a, had like a, uh, a porch or whatnot, but it was, like, closed in. And I already started envisioning... Oh, I could put Fransky and L.A. slash Franzen over here. I could have the game up here. So every everywhere I go now in my home slash renting experience, I am trying to picture myself watching the Phillies. And it, <laughs> I love and that. I found a couple apartments in Philly that have rooftops. And oh, if you're telling buddy. me, if you're telling me I can watch the Phils on a rooftop with some beers. You want to talk about heaven? 
there's not much more heaven than that. Oh, look at and this. Look at this, now, Jackie. Now, now I'm going to need a rooftop. So yeah, buddy. May or may not be, be coming to Philadelphia. Uh, finally. Please, like, please. Living in. Dude, if we if I live in Philly, we could do like live podcasts. We could do we meetups could. with people. We could do all kinds of stuff. Move to Philly. <sighs> Might have to move into Philly. Yeah, obviously. But I I've been moving right in the middle of a pen run and uh, <laughs> anchored by Sir Anthony Dominguez and his sturdy yep. UCL. Yep. Yep. So, so uh I'm all in. I'm all in. I would just like to know. <laughs> I'm all in. I would just like to know if I'm the only one that factors in how and where and when I'm going to be listening slash watching the Phillies. Yeah, let Jack considering, know. I considering love this. to buying a home. Yes, I, uh, at least among the two of us, yes, you are the only one. <laughs> it's, I, I, w- I honestly kind of wish I was lying. I wish I'm, you were too. <laughs> I'm Definitely not lying. <laughs> don't tell Jill that. I don't know if she wants to make your house decision based on that. <laughs> well, she's listening right now. So <laughs> boom, Jill. We're getting it. We're getting it all out there. I mean, I told her. I was like, I was like, listen, we could put, we could have the radio right here so I could listen, and then we could put the TV right here and listen. It's, it's just how it goes. It's it's how <laughs> it's how my very normal brain operates. <laughs> you are a normal guy, Jack. As normal as they come. Uh, rate and review the podcast for Normal Jack, and uh, it would really make him very happy. So, uh, that all you got, Normal Guy? I think that's all I have. Um, but man, do I wish that they were able to get in on the Matthew Liberator trade? <laughs> still, you're still. You're gonna, it's gonna be buggy for weeks. Oh, it's gonna, dude. I, I, I watch. This was really before we got into this podcast, but I watched like Matthew Libertor's like all his high school interviews and like him talking in his like wherever he went to high school. And I was like, oh man, like this is the guy. And now he's gone. And I just feel like the Phillies could have had him. Who's it like? Wow. I mean, poor, poor sullen Jack now. We went from, like, from a happy, optimistic Jack to sullen, sad Jack. I mean, listen. Reese Hoskins could have been Jose Martinez. Look at this. Rate and review the podcast <laughs> for Sad Jack to make him happy again. How about that? Reese Hoskins could have been Jose Martinez, by the way, but that would have been, uh, I'm sure, Philadelphia. Like, Jack would have been the only person in Philadelphia, like, cheering that trade as, as the city burned down around the Phillies. That'd be fun. That's okay. <laughs> ah. All right. We'll be back next week to find a way to talk about. Probably nothing to talk about. <laughs> He's Fritz himself. Listen, I'll, I'll make up some Arenado thing. You will. Hopefully, of course, you'll be a Philly man then. All right. We'll see you later.